on this week's episode of the We've Seen That Podcast, play ball, because we're watching Moneyball. <laughs> I'm Scott. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jim. We are back for episode 68 of the We've Seen That Podcast. And guys, before this podcast, well, actually, let's just get this out of the way. Happy New Year, everybody. Right now, it's 2021. It's going to be 2022. So we will see you next year. No, because when they're going to be listening, Happy New Year. This will be in 2022. Absolutely. So I wanted to start off the show a little unique. Neither of you know what I'm going to do here, but... I think it's time we do some New Year's resolutions. And oh my god. Woof. I have one and I will update weekly if I can be on the show. I have two actually. One, try to make every podcast in busy season. That's a good Let's one. go! Yeah, I'm gonna try. What about just every podcast of twenty twenty two? Start there. No, 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 no. This is just <laughs> a four month window here. The second being I'm gonna try to read one book every month. All right, Aaron that's, that's a reach. That's yeah, a reach. I like it. And and if if I read four in May, that still counts as my one a month. So it's not like, you know, it's not set to on that. average. One so a you're month. just gonna so, slam four books in a month and basically be like, okay, for I'm four months. Likely gonna have ten to go in December. More than yeah. likely, I will have ten to go in <laughs> December. But I'm gonna try. And the other thing is, I need to eat better because I'm getting fat. So. I have three. What's your genre of book? Uh, nonfiction. Usually, I'm kind of a douche, so I don't like the you know the fun ones. But I, I, I'm kind of nonfiction, so you know, kind of self help books. I, I kind of like. But um, now, Jim, what's yours? What is your New Year's resolution? <laughs> Putting us on the spot. I hate it. Yeah. Um, so I guess what I will say is. In t- my 2020 slash 21 year, I watched 95 movies. Whoa. I'm currently only at 12 for 21, 22. My year ends in October. So I guess my goal <laughs> or my resolution would be to beat that number. I don't know why it's fucking hilarious to me that you have a fiscal year movie <laughs> year, but I love it because that's the Because most... that is when I decide to start tracking it in the first year. Oh, okay. All right. Got it. Got it. But you, no, I love how you went fiscal instead of just cutting it off 1231. You're like, no, this cuts off in, in what? So when would it cut off? It would cut off in September. End of October. So November 1 is the first got year. Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. Anthony, you've had time to think now. What's yours? I don't know. I should just cheat and copy you and just say eat better. But actually, it's it's continue- to go to the gym because i do this all the time like i'll go on a spurt of like three months and then i'll fall off but you know it's to keep it like as part of the lifestyle i should say okay yeah there you go what do they say what is it like 21 times it takes to make something a habit so you just got to get like three weeks in where you go like every day or something and then it's a habit or at least like three straight weeks of like the 
the routine I want, you know, like whatever, whether it's five days of the week or something, just steady, same time, you know, just do that for three weeks and I should okay. be good to go. All right. New segment of each beginning of the episode will be, are we keeping, are we on, on pace? And I'm probably going to answer next week's and just say no on the eating already because I had pizza ranch already this week. So yeah. Um, and I had, I had fucking quick trip chicken and waffle fries today for lunch nothing wrong with that nothing uh, wrong as of with now that. i'm not on track i didn't watch a single movie this week <laughs> i have other things for what we're watching all right all right well then why don't we start with you there jim what are you watching so we finished witcher season two again there's eight episodes this season <clears throat> the last two episodes were beyond action-packed compared to the first six but this season is not nearly as good as the first one um, critic scores on the first one were like 90%, whereas audiences were at like 60% on season one. This time it's reversed. Critics are at about 60 and audiences are at about 90 this season, which I just don't get. Hmm. I lied. It's the other way. 90% critics this season, 60% oh. audiences, mm. 60% critics season one, 90% audiences, which I understand because season one was way better. Interesting. Um, but the first six episodes, honestly boring. Yeah. Okay. However, I want to keep up on with it because I think it's going to keep being good overall. I've only seen the first episode, so I really I've kind of been slacking because I want to get caught up, and then maybe we can talk a little more about it. Because um, yeah, I and I mind the first episode, you know, but again, it's like the first season was was quite good, and I enjoyed it. So I'm I'm a little nervous because that's what I've heard too is from a, some of the people I've that have watched it like whether at work or something they said it's kind of not as good as the first season but you'll have to report back once you watch it because i'd be intrigued to hear your opinion right yeah i'll I'll keep you updated are we going to commit to watching boba fett for the pod we should um you didn't even watch mandalorian i didn't watch it yet i don't care about mandalorian (laughs) yeah jim i think you need to watch mandalorian Second news. He seems resolution. he seems much more excited about Boba Fett. So doesn't make any sense. That Very doesn't make so. any sense. Like why? Well, why would he like that if he didn't like Mandalorian? We don't know what this story is going to be yet. I don't like side questing for an entire series. He's of the in show. the second season. Boba Fett is in it. Okay, you're selling so, me. So, is he really? Yes. Yeah. Why why didn't anyone Dude, talk about this? Because I've had all kinds of shit spoiled. I can't believe you guys never said that. I, I feel like know. we have. I feel like we have said that. I don't know. But we have to go back to the archives. Dude, the and second see if we season. Brought it up. Listen back to all the episodes. Just watch the second season. It's fucking good. You you'll like it. First I gotta finish the first one. Just I will skip try. the first. I don't even care. Like it's not like you get to the second, it's way better. It's fun. There's lightsabers. Come on. What do you need? You need me to beg? <laughs> no, you've All already right. done that. Okay. Well, anyway, I, I will. I will give a commitment to try and watch Mandalorian, but I'm also gonna try and commit to watching Boba Fett. Uh, you got. All right. Um, fine. Got first place at trivia. Let's go. Again. Let's go. But we got maybe the most gutting news is um, the guy who runs it says that uh there's not enough attendance there that like the company that runs it is losing money on it oh no so they're gonna do one week for the first week in january and then they're gonna probably stop if attendance doesn't go way up oh my god well let's use the power of the podcast jim what bar is it 
The place is called Tally Ho's Irish and Pub. where is it? It's in Aaron, Wisconsin. All right, All right listeners, yeah. you know what to yeah. do. Uh, what days? <laughs> Flood Tally Ho's with days is it trivia on? monsters. It's on Thursdays. Um, Tomorrow night, I expect, well, tonight it would have been. Yeah. Or whatever. It's, it's not tonight. The guy's on vacation. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> Next week. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll have to switch locations and start taking a new place by storm. Well, that, yeah. I mean, that sucks for the new place. Uh, really like now they're you're just gonna start losing so the place we're looking at is gonna be doing their first week so we'll show up and claim our territory wow yeah there Jeez. you go Either, do you have like a like a tracker of trivia how do you how you how are you doing this how do you... you can join a league um where like your points total up and then if you get enough points at all events run by this company they will invite you to invitational tournaments okay but I've never joined us into a league. Okay. All right. All right. Last thing I have for what we're watching is Guardians of the Galaxy. I got the new game on PlayStation. I'm an hour or two in. It's kind of neat. The biggest issue is uh, similar to the Avengers game that Square Enix made. They could not get the likenesses of um, the actual Guardians from the movies or their voices. Mm. So they're knockoff versions from the movie but they're more similar from what i understand maybe to the comics i'll report back more as i get into the story but it seems okay so far sure okay of course like leave it to today's times to be pissed off about something like that though like everyone's so used to the movie adaptations of all these characters and they're probably not less willing than i'm sure you are to accept you know this version that you get in the video game that's why probably a lot of people are just not into a lot of these superhero games that come out. Maybe the biggest annoyance is it's rated T for teen, right? So every 30 seconds, Rocket says, flark this or flarking that (sighs) instead of saying fuck, and it's driving me insane because it's happening that often. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you can make a T for teen, but don't, like, blatantly, like, put substitutes for, you know, common swear words. Like, you're trying to. Well, it's like when people say gosh or dang. Like, that doesn't mean something different. Right. You're just replacing it with another word so the intent is the same. It doesn't make it better. Right. Exactly. Stupid. All right, Anthony. (laughs) What are you watching? (laughs) You shoving your face over there. I'm hungry. I saw two movies. Um, I watched The Last Duel, the Ridley Scott movie with. Matt Damon and Adam Driver and just a... Re- the one who was so pissed no one saw. Yes, that one. It's actually pretty good. It's quite ridiculous. You know, cl- supposedly based on a true story of, like, one of the last duels to the death in, like, old English times or whatever. But it's... I'd probably... If I had to rate it, I'd probably give it, like, a 6 out of 10. Um, I think it has, like, a 7.5 rating on IMDb user review. So it's... A little bit lower. I, I didn't mind it. I I love that kind of stuff, like sword fighting, you know, that's it's right up my alley. But it's just the story's a little ridiculous. Um I'm not sure what type of performance we get from Ben Affleck in this. It's like insane. I don't even know how to describe it. He's like super horny and just a ridiculous, like interesting rich fucking like he's not a king, but he still is like a you so know, it's Bruce Wayne in England. Some sort of, yeah, pretty much. He's just like a playboy, and he's got like bleach blonde hair. It's it's quite absurd, to be <laughs> honest. But um, yeah, it wasn't bad. I'd if you can 
um if you ever get a chance it is quite long it's like two and a half hours long so it's it's kind of a chore but it's told in like three different storylines based on three characters perspectives so you basically see the same story three different times you know so it's a neat way of telling the story but yeah i thought it was pretty good nothing great though um and then i watched don't look Mm. up the new adam mckay movie on netflix that just came out on christmas and that is something all right if I must say, it is like a satire of kind of what is going on in today's climate. Um, basically, a comet is coming to destroy the Earth, and uh, Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Jennifer Lawrence must try to convince everybody that it's super serious and they should probably do something about it. But people are too concerned with like making money mm. and trying to profit off the whole thing and not taking it seriously, and so. You can probably guess maybe what happens, but yeah, it is quite an absurd movie. I thought it was pretty funny, and I'd probably rate that like an 8 out of 10. I think you, you guys should check it these, out. It's, I've seen a lot of talk about that. These it looks days, good. Yeah. something that's on the nose, you know, like kind of you know, making fun of current events. It's terrifying, it's like, by the way. It's, it's, yeah. it's like, uh, it's, it's just crazy because you get it in real time almost. Like the satire is happening in front of your very eyes. And, and like, on this movie, and it's just so crazy that's the world we live in now. It's like, yeah, you idiots are doing this right now, and (laughs) we're laughing at it, you know? This doesn't really spoil anything, but there's, like, one point in the movie where, like, obviously the comet's, like, on the news, you know, because they're on the campaign trail trying to talk about it, and all of a sudden it just goes to, like, this little segment of, like, made, like, internet videos like a montage of internet videos and it's like people do it i can't remember what it was called but it was like something like the light up your world challenge and people are just like blowing up fireworks in their faces to like celebrate the comment like flying down to <sighs> earth and it's like that would definitely happen Probably today. Love it. like it's so stupid yeah, like yeah, it, it was i was just that was the scariest part is that like so much of it is like definitely not out of the realm of possibility or we've already lived through a yeah, lot of it yeah. so I, i'll that one be on the watch list probably tonight even um yeah it was okay. pretty good it's a stack cast, it is too, like it unreal. is my my what we're watching is short um we started a show about some killer in uh times square new york and he was killing off sex workers and the first episode about 12 minutes was talking about that murder the other 36 porn just like that's all it was was literally like yeah this was like how it was in the in the 70s and it's like talking about peep shows and all this stuff and i'm like god if i was like you know a victim's friend watching this i'd probably be disappointed in how this is going so far we started 12 minutes of episode two more porn it just doesn't stop like it's not talking about the killing enough so i wasn't interested because like that was it like a yeah. true crime thing or is it's, this, it's uh... real like this oh, happened and this guy like he cut off these women's heads and hands and shit and then burned the room down but in that episode they talked about that for maybe six minutes maybe and then the other 40 it was like yeah, I, I think they'll get there, but I just lost interest, so I may I, I probably won't finish it. Um, 
They gotta slap you in the face with the stuff that's well, gonna drop people in. I think they in. think that is the, what's drawing them in, but it's also just, it just kind of feels wrong. You're like watching it and you're like, <laughs> I don't want this right now. I look for that when I want it and I don't need it right now. I need this show. Definitely seems like it's done yeah. in poor taste. But anyway, that's all I've been watching this week. I also put on there the temperature drop, um, but I don't want to do that because, you know, I'm starting to realize I'm bringing up weather at work. Like, I'm starting to be that guy, like, cold one out there, huh? And and I hate myself for it. So I, I, I just literally <laughs> You're feel getting like I'm older, <laughs> instead of living now. So That's the resolution is to not Yeah, get there old. we go. Don't there grow we go. Up. Yeah, don't grow up. Yeah. I like that. I like that. But yeah, that's that that concludes my um, what we're watching. And now I'm going to stall until the high point. <laughs> I tried to I cue Jim in. I love how you put at that time. You're trying to be clever in what we're watching, and you just yeah. That way. It, I'm really. I am what's watching that? it. It's it's concerning. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're watching yeah. it grow. Yeah, you would say. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's like the Dow. It, it, it has great days and horrible days. You know, there's no in between. Today, maybe a mini stock market update. Today was a decent day for DraftKings, even though I'm still down 35. percent All good. That's, we can continue okay. to podcast yeah. then with all the money we spend on it. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for those waiting for those ad yeah. revenues oh, to pour in plenty, here. Plenty of residuals. Know. Waiting for an hey, 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 hey. Well, Marcus, Marcus, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. Please, please. <laughs> uh, uh, get your taxes done. You will become the official leader of our podcast. Yeah, by, if you want to be our first, Scott Holmquist at Tax Management Services. There, there is. you go. <laughs> great. Do you want more work? Be a good great point. Client. Do I want more work? Sounds like a bad way to miss a pod. <laughs> That's a good yeah. point. It's yeah. All right. Fine. Sorry. Um, see me next year. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Sorry. The high porn. Okay, so high porn. The Rock did an interview where he officially rejected Vin Diesel's plea for him to be in Fast and Furious. I feel like I need more explanation here. So, like, Vin publicly said, I want him, and then The Rock... He posted a big thing on Instagram saying, you know, my ki- Vin Diesel's kids want their Uncle Dwayne oh. to be in the movie... It's what Paul Walker would have wanted. Oh, God. All kinds of shit. And Dwayne, uh, The Rock, kind of gave the tea at CNN and said, like, we talked about this. I told him, no, we were cordial and that we were done. And he said, I'm really upset that he brought his kids and Paul Walker into this. Didn't think it was appropriate, which I would agree with. Using a dead person's name to try and coerce someone into doing something. And The Rock came straight out and said, this is another aspect of Vin Diesel's movie. I have a question, though. Since when did The Rock care about what movies he takes? Like, that's that's where I'm kind of like, why not just fucking do it? Like, you don't have standards. I think the answer is he doesn't like working with Vin Diesel, and that's more important yeah. than making money. Have either of you seen the newest one? The Red Red Notice? Absolutely oh, the not. Fast and Furious one? No, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I saw it in theaters because Vin told me to. <laughs> that's right, you did <laughs> was, see it in theaters. Did you like, I can't remember, it was, you thought it was, it was okay, fun. didn't you? It, it, yeah, Fine. I mean, they, they yeah. continue, continue to get worse on the storyline. I mean, the storyline was fucking atrocious, but um, I had fun. Like, it was absurd, but I had fun. Yeah. No. Well, that's what you've yeah. come to expect, yeah. I think. I, John Cena was pretty bad in it, though. I don't know. Like, it wasn't a good John Cena. It was kind of a bad John Cena because he was serious. 
John C- He's not very he's not good at being be dramatic. Serious. No, John Peacemaker is the perfect yep. John Cena yep. on screen. That's dry humor is exactly yep. what you need. And they him did not go there any- at all. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> God. Yeah. It sucked. But it was good. I had fun. Oh, I saw maybe I'm sure I'll have you I do. have to see it just it's like, out of out of it's sheer like, like responsibility. You, know, you got that far. I know. At the, I, I think have, my brother bought it. Oh my god! So I have access to it. I've just been. Well, if you own all of them, I don't. I'm the last person to judge somebody. It's a collection by, thing. Yeah, I don't. Whatever. <laughs> I you, guess you have you do. to. Right. Oh God. Yes. Wow. We own it. There uh, you go. Also, yeah. Jim will be watching it Hell before yeah, we dude. know it. Good luck. Sure. <laughs> um, next piece of hype. The Woo! Batman got another trailer. This is coming out March 4. Lots of Batman Catwoman interaction here, which I really like because it seems as though they're developing a legitimate relationship between the two characters, which while you get some passing references to that in uh, Dark Knight Rises, it was not enough to trip my trigger. Whereas, you know, in multiple comic book series, they're in full on relationships. And in fact, in the most recent run of Batman, they did get married eventually after she leaves him at the altar mm. once. Mm. Poor that guy. led to that comic book writer getting death threats I was and having s- a bodyguard at Comic-Con. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'd say they probably feel bad for Bruce Wayne and all the trauma he's already been through, but my Yeah, God. and then she doesn't show the um, wedding. <laughs> I think what I take away from this trailer is the iteration of pattinson's batman like looks wise is pretty fucking great like the kind of like goth style bruce wayne almost it just i don't know i'm excited it's gonna be pretty sweet so right it's been described i mean we saw obviously like the origin story in christopher nolan's like adaptation but like this is almost like from what i've read it's like when you know a younger version of bruce wayne who's still like almost learning mm-hmm. the ropes you know it's like a year one Batman, kind of which is what we kind of you know the the nolan adaptation he kind of just became batman and like he obviously he had his like struggles like growing into it but he was almost like a grown man already this is like almost like that you know younger adult version so he's probably still like finding his own and he could be a little more temperamental i think he's seems. still finding what line is the <laughs> yeah. line not to cross right, yeah. exactly so which I'm... is one of my favorite things about batman you know in his year one storylines because of course they do them like every 10 years or so um it's always really intriguing to see a new writer's take on how he finds the line yeah you know yeah I, i'm excited it's, it's... i think all of us can agree that this yeah. looked pretty fun yeah. sick i'll be there i'll uh, be there Mark. right you betcha yeah I will be too, hopefully. Um, Next piece of hype is we really just have a listing of January releases I wanted to call out here. Um, It was light news week. Everything is about No Way Home. Surprise, Uh, surprise. Still, yeah. So the first thing we have is American Siege, which comes out on January 7th. This stars Bruce Willis, and it's literally a knockoff Die Hard. All right. I'm probably in. Not, but not related, is it? It's just almost not related. You, if you had to like it describe just it, reeks of the same <laughs> yeah, thing. Okay. God, Scream comes out on Take January fourteenth. Um, it's so yeah, close. It's yeah, two weeks and, away. Uh, I think it's going to do absolutely fucking horrible at the box office. 
I, I think it's think so. What a terrible 100%. time of year to release it. It and, just makes and no like sense. The advertising yeah. has been pretty shit. Um, it's coming out still where No Way Home will kill it in sales, more than likely. It's just... I, I w- we need to keep an eye on that box office number because I will be one of the only ones there. I guarantee it. Like, it is just not going to do well. I, I really don't think it will. So, <laughs> I... Next, we have the pre-podcast discussion point, Shattered, also coming out January 14. I wrote yeah. the synopsis in our outline here. Guy hides in his house like a hermit, meets girl, then she traps yeah. him there. <laughs> Um, That's all I read. Which is, in essence, the summary I read online. Good enough. This guy, like, creates a technological marvel of a house so that he doesn't have to go out into the world and interact with people. Then he meets a woman who moves into his house and, like, somehow traps him there or, like, starts to control his life somehow. And he has to have his ex-wife and kids save him. Horrible. (laughs) That That sounds terrible. (laughs) The guy was living a dream and he screwed it up himself. So he was, like, purposely living just in his home? That was... That's yeah. what it kind of seems like. Had everything he needed, and then he got manipulated by love, or what he thought was. <laughs> this love reeks of like a guy, uh, you know, like was vulnerable with a woman, and she denied him, and then he wrote a movie about it. That's, that's what this sounds like. It certainly sounds that way. You know, just talk about it. That's all I would say. Talk about it. Figure it out. You won't be single forever, unless you want to be. Next one is, and you guys kind of shit on this one a little bit but it's serrano comes out january 21 this is the peter dinklage musical i don't think we shit on it i i mean i did <laughs> like i <laughs> i know i i like i got bored of the trailer in 30 seconds that i mean like i i know oh, yeah. when i'm seeing a trailer I, like that i won't watch i stop caring this may be a movie that gets nominated for awards so I, you're talking to someone very uncultured in a way like in the good ways i'm not but like in movies if i don't see something that trips my trigger i'm out and this is one of those yeah why would you watch scenarios. it then? so it's got no, it probably be great i don't know probably win awards who knows but yeah i i Top stream songs on spotify later True. this year i bet True. and and you know peter dinklage probably has the voice of an angel I, i'm sure he does because why not you know what can't he do yeah. yeah right exactly last one we have is morbius which comes out on january 28th this time jared leto actually plays a vampire instead of just uh. looking like <laughs> right and i think this is much more suited to his talents yeah it seemed i like the tra- i like the trailers i think it's... it looks pretty good but we'll have to wait and oh. see i don't know i agree and it feels a little bit scarier than your run-of-the-mill marvel movie which i really like right do we know is it rated r Oh, I thought not to be in the MCU. Not. They're never going to make it rated R. How do you spell that? Morbius. Because wasn't the Sound first? Was the first uh, first Venom was rated yep. R, wasn't it? PG thirteen on Morbius. Hour forty eight yeah. runtime though. Okay. That's kind of what we. That's a sweet spot. That's solid. Yeah. That's a really good spot for a yeah. comic book movie. Right. Like, I miss the days of the ninety minute comic miss... book movie. Well, especially if it's not some big like team-up movie like we've had like most of the last couple of mcu movies have been climactic team-up movies but yeah and many you, of them get overstuffed right but when you have just like what, what i'm assuming is just going to be his origin story by the looks of it that's a good solid you know runtime for sure just to give you what you need some sweet action and some cool fucking lead-ins to other things yeah. hopefully you know yeah
All right, so that'll wrap up Hyphorn, and let's get into it. Let's get into Moneyball here. Jim, do you want to start with the IMDb before you shit on this movie? I'd love to. (laughs) Okay, so this is currently streaming on Netflix. It's PG-13, came out in 2011, as we discussed last week. And it was somehow, based on whatever godforsaken article you found, the number two movie in 2011. I don't know where I found it. Um, Oakland A's general manager Billy Bean's successful attempt to assemble a baseball team on a lean budget by employing computer-generated analysis to acquire new players. Yeah. Which yeah. is not wrong. Yeah. Um, I got. Let's, let's start with a couple things, because you know, one of the listeners out there is Ben, and uh, I'm not going to shit on the Yankees too much in this. But basically, the villain oh, of yeah. the movie is the New York Yankees in this. Uh, I mean, like, that's... Because they... And the coach Correct. of the A's. Yes, yes, the coach of the A's. Because <laughs> um, basically, you know, what Billy Bean did with the athletics here is kind of looked at the statistics instead of looking at um, talent in, in baseball players and who would be more, you know, who who they could afford because their payroll, they could only spend $40 million and the Yankees were at $130. i am not going to try to get into why that is the way that it is, but baseball is and always will be the most unfair sport when it comes to money. It just is. Like, you can't deny it. The NBA is the same. The NFL is the same. Baseball, I don't know. There's, like, no rules, I guess. I, I don't comprehend it, but I'm not going to say too much because I'm sure Ben will be typing an email right now of why <laughs> I'm wrong. So I'm just going to leave it at that and say the Yankees have the exact same playing field as everyone else. <laughs> so We'll just agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I guess, you, you know, we're, just to talk about this movie, that, that, that really is the concept was that the A's had come off a – a really strong season, but had lost in the playoffs again to the Yankees in 2000 and 2000, I think it was. And when they lost was 99. like 99. The bulk of the movie takes place in like 01, 02 though. Right. Cause it was the 2002 Got season, it. I believe. That Got they, it. Yeah. Okay. Which is the main season that's going on during the, the time. The yes. bulk of the film. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what he does, what, what Billy Bean ends up doing is that after, asking the, the the owner of the team for more money and not getting it, he hires on Jonah Hill, who was a consultant for, I believe, the Cleveland Indians at the time. And, and he has this system which is used through, I forget the guy about statistics. What's his name? Um, whoever brought statistics Pete. into baseball. I don't, I don't really know what his name was, but it was like back... Back in those times, looking at stats was like a, was like a form of witchcraft. It was like, oh, you believe in that crap? And the way that Jonah Hill could look at these stats, and I don't know what his actual name is. Pete. Pete. Um, Peter Brand, the way he looked at it was all you need to do to win games is score runs. And God, if I had thought of that, I'd be rich. I mean, shit, you know, <laughs> score points to win. Yeah, I mean just had to come up with you know some sort of like formula to like run you know thousands of at bats and fucking plate appearances for you know thousands of players and just uh yeah be able to yeah i mean like what you gotta understand is the a's 
were losing three incredible players. Um, they lost Jason Giambi. Were, were all three of them? I uh, know. I don't. I think Isringhausen. Well, it might have been uh, because Johnny Damon. I thought at least Giambi. Giambi went did. To, uh, he went the to the Yankees. Yankees. Uh, Johnny Damon went to the Red Sox, and I believe Jason yep. Isringhausen went to the Cardinals. I think. I'm not really sure on that, but those are huge names that they were trying to replace, and everybody was trying to splash big, but. Peter Brand's model was it doesn't matter what the player looks like as long as they get on base. That was the concept of it. So that really is our plot of the movie. Um, Jim, why do you hate it? (laughs) Because this movie is so far up um, Billy Bean's ass for listening to someone who is smarter Mm -hmm. than him and actually doing nothing himself. I just, I can't fucking stand it. God forbid the goal of baseball is to have more points than the well, other team. You know, and and that's an interesting And point. to make a topic that is so fucking boring even more boring, it's insulting. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> the only the I the only cuz like I agree to some de- degree like that guy you only hear about well Billy Bean gets like the majority of the you know, Peter Brand cloud. is the hero of the story, but uh, but I will say like my only my I, I kind of thought that like when I, after watching I was like well God you know this guy seemed to be the one that had the idea the whole time I felt like the movie did a decent job of like showing Billy Bean like go to him and like bring him in but maybe not promote him enough I don't know I guess I don't know the how it all officially went down because it is yeah just I mean this is about. obviously a d- dramatization yeah. and um and it was still well, boring. <laughs> so so Jim, I when I picked this movie, I don't know if you remember last week, but I said Moneyball, and I looked at Anthony and I was kinda like, he'd be in on this. And I looked at you and I was like, hmm. Uh because I knew this one you'd hate, because I had seen it already, and I was like, Jim is gonna probably hate this movie. Because it is really like it I mean, you'd have to like sports to to like this movie. And and not just like them, but like love them. Um and and I think what it does is it tries to give like a story of Billy Bean of why the way he is the way that he is. And I don't know if any of this is true, but he was a uh, a talented player growing up and he got scouted by baseball teams before college. And baseball is one of the unique ones where you... The Yankees specifically, yeah, I thought. A lot of teams. And baseball is one of the unique ones where you do not have to go to college. In fact, they usually can... They usually draft you like straight out of high school. It's weird. It's it's a weird little thing. Um, but I I think you just kind of like there's just not enough in this movie for for that like to to trip your trigger. I didn't think there was. The most interesting thing about that point is he got drafted out of high school, like you said, went to the Yankees, did not perform. So then he went to front office management instead because he still had knowledge of baseball, yeah. right? Yeah. And and you see a scene where the Yankees go and sell another kid on the whole same thing. They throw a pile of money at him right out of high school and are like, this is the best you're ever going to get, you know, and sell him on it. Make him turn down a full ride scholarship to go to college, which I think most of us can agree is probably a bad idea when someone else is going to pay for your college to say no. Yeah, but they're um, offering you like And 1. that to me was the most interesting part of the movie. dollars instead of college, and I know what I would have said. So, I'm just going <sighs> to throw that out there too. Um, but like he wasn't 
I think if you look it up, you'll realize he wasn't as shitty as the movie tries to make you think. I mean, he was still in Major League Baseball for five years. Like, he wasn't terrible. So, I don't know. Like, I just knew there wouldn't be enough there for you, Jim. So, my bad on this movie pick. But It's not your fault. I was the one who shouted out the number yeah, two movie. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's I completely your fault. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how I got the list that I did, but I did. So, there you go. I I do want to talk about um I I mean I enjoyed this was the first time I had seen this movie which is kind of weird because it's been out since 2011 and like Roberts talked your brother Roberts talked about it a lot mm-hmm. Scott and like as far as like sports movies go like I usually watch you know most of them mm-hmm. that come out the thing I wanted to talk about is the there's always a scene like especially in like have you seen Draft Day yeah the trade Costa, there's always like one there's always like one scene where like you know the GMs are like going back and forth with like ridiculous phone calls and stuff like that. I just want to really know if that's like how that stuff I goes need down. that to be It always seems way over the top. I need that to be but, how it does go down. Like I I, know, I need to like like when when the Bucks got Drew Holiday, I want to see like the inside of that room and Horst be like working nine different people at one time. And yeah, he's got like yeah. four telephones and they're like all he on hold, sent, like while he's calling somebody he on his sent cell. seven yeah. Gatorade machines to Cleveland or something, and like, yeah, I I need to know like the the insides of the trade that like you don't hear about. Like, um, I'll have an OU right. one three years from now, but we'll just never tell anybody, and I'll trade you a good player. It's just something dumb. I don't know. Like, and and. Well, and it's like, it gives a little bit of credence to Colin Kaepernick's issue with the NFL. Like, they're buying and selling people. Okay. Yeah, they are. But for a lot of fucking money. A lot of fucking money. Like... Does that change it? Yes, it does, actually. Like, I get the point there. I see the side of, like, the comparisons of buying and selling people. But then you could say everyone in the world is being bought and sold. Like... Don't stop at the NFL. Like, what are we talking about here? I mean, I'm getting bought at my job. You're getting bought at your job, right? Like, I I don't. It's a little bit different. They're buying my time. They're buying their time. I I, I get the argument. I do get it. But they also get paid millions of dollars. So it's hard for me to feel bad for them, especially in baseball when it's not a dangerous sport at all. Like, yeah, you might get hit with a ball, but it's less common than like a head injury in football so i don't know when since when are we supposed to feel sympathy for millionaires what is what what are we talking about here <laughs> like i i that one that one trips my trigger i'm sorry jim i'm sorry but like i'm not disagreeing yeah. with so you. the i mean obviously the the high point of this movie is the a's won 20 games in a row which was a mlb record uh that was probably the coolest part chris pratt hits the wall is it still or is it broken now? I want to say it might have been broken, but I don't know. Definitely not by the Brewers, and that's the only team I follow. So, yeah, yeah, I'd have, I'd have, I'd be hard pressed to to know if that was. Yeah, I'd have to yeah. look it up to see it. I thought the Cleveland Saints, Indians but... may have done it like two or three years ago, potentially, but I don't know. I maybe yeah. not. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just to like go into the meat a little bit here before we, you know, if we're gonna kind of move along it for what it sets out to accomplish like i enjoyed the fact that they didn't try to show like too much Mm -hmm. baseball 
you know, a lot of it was like highlights and flashbacks of like the real thing. And this was more of a behind the scenes look, which I thought was cool. Like, you know, I don't, you know, the movie, like I keep bringing up drafting, which is not a very good movie. (laughs) Yeah. It's not very good, but that's like the only like one I can like compare to like backroom deals and like shit like that, you know? Um, you know, there wasn't really any, like, football in that movie either. But this one, I think, just does it a whole lot better. Like, this movie was nominated for six Oscars, which I know Jim is, <laughs> takes offense to. Yeah, I have a really, really big problem with that. <laughs> the uh, the one thing I will say, and Scott kind of, Scott and I talked about this when Jim um, was off the screen a little bit. Like, if we can talk about it now, Jim, Jonah Hill was nominated <laughs> for Best Supporting Actor. <laughs> As much as I love Jonah Hill, and I think he deserves Not to be recognized for certain things, and Scott and I said it, he's he just kind of blah. I just didn't see it. Normal. And I'm not trying to be the guy that only recognizes Jonah Hill for being fucking Seth. Did from Brad Superbad, get nominated for anything for acting like he was? He working was out? for. He was nominated for best leading actor. Yeah, so that was Wolf. part of the. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they have to go back and look at the nominations this year. He did not win. Of course, no. But, Good. He didn't deserve it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it was up against, but I know that he shouldn't have won it for acting like I think in three separate instances, like he was working out. Right. Just doesn't watch the games. He yeah. just got to go pump iron. That's probably why Robert loves this movie iron. so much. I feel like that's one of the things he told me about it when I when he was talking about. It. He's like, yeah, he just goes and lifts weights during the games. It is just, like, of course, that would be it's something. It's so that unreal love. how easy it is to please my brother when you know like which category he likes and then it's just like oh yeah 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 like lifting is one of them and it's like usually when they're doing biceps which i believe he does a couple times in this movie so um yeah but like i i I liked the part uh with the streak at the first time i watched it because i actually didn't know they set a record um and when they were coming back in the game i thought that was like gonna be the downfall of the movie i was like oh shit, they lost it and I didn't remember. But then you get Scott Hatterberg coming up there who's a guy who was like kind of on the ass end of his career and hits a home run and it's just, it, you can get a little goosebumps there. Maybe Jim doesn't, I did. Um, but yeah. I think well, that they set a record for their division because the Wikipedia article I'm looking at says the New York Giants in 1916 did 26 games. In oh, wow. Okay. So maybe the American League? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, which they did reference a few times. I'm assuming that is like one half of baseball because I don't know. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. I don't know. know, There's not much to talk about. (laughs) I mean, other than like the dynamic between Billy Bean and the coach. Yeah, so I was quite... I I bet that was tumultuous, you know, in real life because the guys... And I can see it from the coach's side. I mean, he comes off as a guy that's just ignoring his boss and who's telling him what to do but also like the he did not give him any guarantee of a year uh-huh. you know at the time at least past that year so he's coaching for his life and what he thinks is right to get the most wins that's usually how, is undermining yeah. him right and that's how coaches make a living in these sports is by winning games so he's going to do what he thinks is best to win games to save his job so i mean at some point i can kind of agree with what he's I saying can, but Well, and me too, because there's two sides to every sport. There's offense and defense, and that's why Peter Brand's model is flawed, because they only look at offense. All we have to do is outscore them, you know, but the game has to end at some point. Yeah, multiple times he says, I don't care, I'll 
fatty fields, you know, and stuff like yeah. that. So especially a player at first base where they were going to put Hatterberg or did put well, him. you know, that is eventually. some of your easiest outs. It feels when you throw someone yeah, out. Yeah, but first. you know, honestly, in baseball, people do believe that anybody can play first base. It's it's a it like that is the one where people like you can figure that out. <laughs> the Brewers yeah, have done it for the last like five years. They because all you got to do is catch balls thrown at you, right? You don't necessarily have <laughs> to throw it anywhere further well, than the mound. Pretty much true. I mean, you like the ball's not hit to you as often. I mean, you get some hot shots in the corner occasionally, but really you just have to dig balls. That's kind of what you what you do over there. So, um, yeah, I right. mean, it is somewhat flawed logic, but it, I mean, it fucking worked. Like that, that's the thing. It, what he presented did work. And, and maybe that's to say he changed the game of baseball a little bit because that very next year, the Red Sox used the same model and they won the World Series, breaking the longest drought of uh, World Series ever, I think. Or no, wait, the Cubs. Fucking Cubs. Right. Well, I think additionally, also, that, like I was reading, yeah. shortly after this, this they did the same thing with defense i don't care what they do so long as they're getting outs and that was applied well, by multiple teams the sh- this well the quote-unquote shift now yeah. we see in baseball is where they you know where the infielders play on one side of the field because there's a lefty up you know they don't ex- when uh, when are teams just gonna start bunting scott just I, to like, ruin it just to get it i'm a guy convinced on base? i'm convinced that these guys can't bunt well, unwritten rule unwritten well rule, no they just i'm saying bunt. like they just never have bunted in their life and they're bad at it and that's why they do a shift on them or something because like I, I and the other thing is like just try to hit a tapper down the fucking line i don't know like and well, but right. this is us professional hitter you should be good enough to you know right now hit it to the opposite side but that's why they get but now they're see analytics this did yeah. change baseball because that's all these teams do now is these they you know pitchers are told where to throw to each individual hitter they have scouting reports on every little thing you know that each player does so it's we just know, had an crazy. old man armchair moment where we were like just hit it the other way i if they fucking could <laughs> they would i think i don't know but like i i agree i every time i see these massive shifts and the whole left side of the just fucking bonded. field tap it over yeah. there i don't know find a way to do it but Guys' egos are too big, I think. They just want to yeah. hit the long ball. And they end up jacking one into right field, and the guy gets a one-hopper that should have been a single, and it's an out. It's just crazy. Some of the shifts they have now are insane. Like, there's a guy halfway into right field, and it's just, like, crazy. So, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, basically, this was, like, baseball's introduction to statistics, in a way, uh, of, like, effectively using statistics compared to just tracking them. So... Uh, now, now baseball is out of control with stats. Like their yeah. their formulas are freaking crazy. Like it, it, impossible, impossible. That's why I like football. It's yards. You can track that no problem. But like, you look up the yep. OPS formula. Exit yeah. velocity. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, from there, do we want to just score it? Because I am just genuinely curious what Jim's score is going to be. Let's it go, Jim. Harsh. You're up. So I'll start with saying the first time I checked to see how much time was left in this movie was after oh. 13 minutes. And there were two hours left. I almost didn't finish this movie. If I believed in giving zeros, it would get a zero. Oh my god! I hated it so the fact of the movie, The fact of the matter is they ended up producing a movie which is a one. They accomplished that. 
They accomplish nothing oh, else. Wow. Short and sweet. Um, I guess I'll go next. Um, I gave it an 8 out of 10. He <laughs> 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 just laughs. I like baseball. I like Brad Pitt. <laughs> I like Jonah Hill. <laughs> what a... What? What an argument. Anthony, what's your score? <laughs> it's everything Scott likes. Oh my god. I'm I'm lower than Scott, higher than Jim. I gave it a seven. Um this kind of stuff just interests me. I I just really do like these kind of behind the scenes looks into like sports movies. Um as far as like I will agree with Jim as far as like all of like the oscar uh-uh. clout uh-uh. it got i just don't really i mean i can see brad pitt because he's a movie star and then that's just what happens but like not that jonah hill's performance was bad in any way i just don't see how it was like revolutionary and like worthy of an oscar nomination and as far as like best picture goes i'd have to go back and look at like the other movies that came out this year um to really try to put it up but i thought it was good not like one of the best movies i've ever seen but i definitely enjoyed it, it was the first time i've seen it so i as far as watching it again, I don't know it's how rewatchable not, I, it is. Though. Yeah, I mean, this is. Yeah, I guess I would say I would much rather watch this as a documentary than as a dramatic film. Every that's time. a good point. Yeah. yeah. Well, but then you can't have Brad Pitt Hill. do it. <laughs> I'm not losing sleep over it. He didn't do much. All right, so that somehow is an aggregate score of like five point three. So suck on that, Jim. Um, that's good math. It is yeah, five point three. Yeah. So uh, that wraps up episode sixty eight of the we've eight. seen that podcast and coming to you next week will be episode number 69 nice, nice. and you put something nice. on there jim and i have never seen it so i think we need to do it and that is no country for old men because i've never seen that movie and oh, i've heard it's fantastic mama. so let's let's make you're choosing that over nicholas cage playing a truffle farmer and pig Whoa! Wait, what? That that movie was highly recommended to me by a guy at work, so it's I was kind of excited Hold on. that All right, we almost wait. chose. Look, that. I'm gonna do a switcheroo. <laughs> episode 69 needs to be something goofy, so we're going with that. And then episode 70 will be No Country for Old Men. Because what is that movie, <laughs> Please, Nicholas Cage's Truffle Pig goes missing. All right. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> um, that'll be episode 69. And it's called what? It's perfect. Uh, That's on Hulu. Pig. It's called Pig. On and where's it streaming? Hulu. Hulu. No okay. Country for Old Men is currently on HBO Max. All right. So there's Clutch. there's your schedule for the uh, for the next two weeks. Um, I believe we'll have some shifting of uh, who's going to be on the podcast. But with my New Year's resolution, I will try to be on every episode. I'm going to hold you to it. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah i'll we'll keep you updated on the new year's resolutions because i need to start eating vegetables that's just what <laughs> that's get your peas yeah. in. i know you like peas fucking so much. hate peas oh my god <laughs> they keep you, you regular know, man it's good for you you know what pisses yeah. me off so last like christmas happened and um well real quick side story anthony was at my house he pounded like eight fucking white claws in maybe two hours. <laughs> went to work the next day. He worked at like what four a.m. Was it? No, I I got up at like five fifteen. Oh right, sorry. He left my house at one fifteen in the morning. So <laughs> like, 
he got there and he pounded three in maybe ten minutes, and I was like, this kid, he's unreal. I had to play catch up yeah. to you two. But um, we were at Christmas, and out of nowhere, my aunt just goes, remember when you were like fucking eight years old and were horrified of the movie Twister? And like, what she doesn't know is I had to go to therapy as a kid for storms. <laughs> And it all came back to me. I was like, oh, my God, I thought I was past this. 19 years later, it gets brought back. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I know. I was a weird little runt. Uh, but, yeah. So, shout out to my aunt for really tearing me down for a bit there. They're wrong with that. Storms are terrifying. Man. They're not. No, they can be. My point being, I'm not scared of them anymore. I know. <laughs> and then everybody said I was getting defensive. And I was like, this I'm is just This is an for why therapy's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Therapy works. There you go. Maybe we'll get some a therapy sponsor. That My wife. Ooh. Well. I like it. She costs too much money. So. <laughs> um, blame the healthcare system, not me. I don't know what you want me to say. Yeah, uh, right. I think that's a good stopping point. Uh, happy New Year, everyone! Uh, stick to your resolutions, and one of your resolutions should be like and subscribe, and then unsubscribe and resubscribe, and then play and every listen episode to all the episodes twice on e- each platform. Yeah. So, uh, with that being said, thank you for listening to the we- wait. You can find like us on Facebook. Uh, Email us at we've seen that podcast at gmail.com. Seen that podcast at gmail.com. That's S C E N E that podcast at gmail.com. And follow us on Twitter at the weave underscore scene underscore that. That's weave underscore scene underscore that. As always, I'm Scott. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jim. And roll credits.